Please take my brother-in-law. He's gay as fuck. Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. I'll shock the jizz at you. Impolite. When we would drop napalm in Vietnam, we just called it a one-white Charlie. Inappropriate. For pedophiles that like older women, that's what a teen movie is. Shameless. The Great Midget Orgy of 1939. Unacceptable. I was just trying to check his prostate with my dick. Indiscreet. If you don't grow the mullet, the mullet grows you. Immoral. I'm not a cannibal, but I eat ass. And beyond the pale. This is what Orwell warned us about. And Decorous Comedy is a reprehensibly distinguished educational comedy podcast hosted by stand-up comedian Carlos Valencia, Bobby D, in the end, either the smartest low-brow or dirtiest high-brow podcast on the internet. Welcome to episode 107 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 7 of season 3. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. To my right is Ian. Literally to his right this time. Yes. And then further to my right is Bobby. Yo. Tonight, we're going to be talking about indecorous news. We'll be diving deep into badass indecorous bitches. That's how Ian worded it. I would never use that word. Really trying to get that Cardi B demographic, aren't we? And we'll close it all out by answering listener questions. But before we do any of that, let's welcome our guest for tonight, Joey Wills, everybody. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Thank you for being here again. Appreciate you coming back. Yeah, of course. My second time. I'm very excited. I know you've done 107 episodes. That's uh, a lot. Yeah. It is. No offense. I don't know if that. Yeah. So that means we've done 106 episodes without you. That's right. I don't know if we have 107 listeners. Yeah, that's day. true. Yeah. I, we actually don't have any corrections. To the, we usually have to do corrections because Ian's mm. full of shit all the time and we yeah, have to correct yeah. what he says, but not tonight. So wow. you guys have. Were anything? we off last week? Is that what yeah, that's probably. Yeah, we were on reruns last week. So that's why we don't have any corrections this week. But yeah, no, as far as I know, we don't have any corrections. So we can just get right into it. This is so weird to not have corrections, Joy. So this is very special. So they're just always messing up. Oh, all the time. He's just posting pictures from before photography was even invented and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is the person that did that thing. And people are like, cameras didn't exist yeah. back then. And just Joan of Arc selfies. Let's start it off with our first segment of the night. This is Indecorous News. This is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. And the headline for this one is Kavion Hooks Arrested for Armed Robbery. Can you believe this, guys? Kavion Hooks Arrested. Are we just doing local news now? Sorry. That's what we always do, man. This is from KOKH. What does that even do? Do y'all know what those letters stand for? And I mean, assuming the last KH stands for Kavion Hooks. Okay. The source is him himself. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right. I just hit him up. He went straight to. Yeah, he's the reporter. He's reporting from his <laughs> yeah. cell. I'm like, Kev, what's up? I mean, we need news. You gotten into any shit? And so. <laughs> Here at what was it KVOH? We make the news. <laughs> yeah. So actually, coincidentally, this is actually a station from like Oklahoma City, Tulsa area, which is also the same place that we had our last news story last week uh-huh. of the, uh, I, I remember what it was. Oh, no, no, no. That was two weeks ago when we had the, there was a guy that took a dump on some uh, pizza rolls at the supermarket. Oh, like in the freezer? That yes. must have been cold. Yeah. But apparently it wasn't there for long enough that it froze because she still got it on her. Someone still reached for it? Yeah. Well, she didn't. I'm assuming she didn't she see it. Oh, yeah. Yikes. I don't think she was like, oh, free chocolate with this 
pizza roll or whatever. It seems unpleasant for all parties involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if there wasn't any shit, she's still just getting pizza rolls. So that's disgusting yeah. just in and of itself. Never once have I been like, man, I wish I could take a dump on some really cold Maybe he was just geocaching. Just... Did you ever think about that? The what? Geocaching. Oh, I don't never done that. I, yeah, that's not what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're starting off hot. Yeah. It's a new euphemism for shitting in the freezer that I'm unaware yeah. of. So, well, my point is, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Oklahoma City and the Tulsa area, but this story is from that area. So, Bobby, you can tell us the first part of this. Kevion Hooks is a troubled man with many regrets that haunt him every day of his life. While many find respite when... Enveloped in the comfort of slumber, Kevion finds only grief and agony in the chaos of his nightmares. An agony that only pauses to make way for a new nightmare, the torture of what he calls his waking life. Also, he was arrested for an armed robbery recently. According to the Tulsa Police Department, the victim stated that Hooks came up to him with a large metal spike, took the victim's backpack, and also took the victim's prosthetic leg. (laughs) That's actually not a bad strategy. I mean, you're not going to get... Yeah, have somebody chasing after you. I like how you always compliment the criminals' a strategy. Always. In these, in these, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he foiled the guy's chase. I mean, he can't come after you. You got to root for the underdog. I was yeah. just so distracted. The first four lines sounded like oh, the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. what was that? I mean, I'll admit I was speculating. Yeah. A slumber. Yeah, this is like news plus Chaucer. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met this guy, but I figure that's a pretty accurate description for somebody that would uh, <laughs> yeah. steal somebody's leg. He seems like the type. <laughs> Hooks even asked the victim the worth of each item he was stealing. That's pretty. So it's like he did like a little mini antiques roadshow. Like, well, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. He went in there with the large metal spike, which can be like basically anything, right? Just a piece of rebar. Fucking yeah. rebar. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to look like an idiot when he brings all this stuff to the black market or a pawn store and like get ripped off because he doesn't know what everything's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah he right. To, he was going right yeah. to a pawn shop afterwards. Yeah. I mean, when I go to my prosthetic leg guy with my <laughs> weekly take. But the thing is, like the nerve of this guy he's like he steals his backpack and then he like he sees the leg and he takes it and then he's like listen man i know i just robbed you but like how much is this shit worth (laughs) yeah yeah. be real with me right now i don't want to get ripped off when i go to the pawn shop (laughs) can you tell me about how much i should be getting for this shit and is this like i don't know it sounds like this might be some sort of sneaky advertisement for those like metal like springy for the paralympics yeah oh you're thinking these two might be in cahoots though like you mean like oh absolutely yeah. Now that you say it like that, oh, de- yeah, definitely. It's like Jesse Smollett. It's like just like that. <laughs> I, I forget that story. Which one was the Jesse Smollett? He like faked him getting jumped. Oh, right. Or something. And he like had paid the guy thousands of dollars to do it. To get sympathy for it? But, yeah. But it was yeah. like jumped plus Trump MAGA yeah, inspired. Yeah, it was very Yeah, racial charged. thing, yeah. Like this guy was wearing a MAGA hat and had swastikas all over his face yeah. and just yelling out, I'm a Nazi racist. You know how like you see like, you know, two like, like you know, shredded like, you know, Nigerian dudes like, you know, wearing their MAGA gear all the time, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you know, in Chicago, like, you know, of course, yeah. Like, you know, okay. like, you know, yeah. like, you know it's a very realistic approach. I don't like, think the know, story gets down. We'll have to do a follow-up to get to the bottom of all this but that makes sense though like yeah this guy paid that guy because you know Kevion Hooks he's had a troubled life I don't know if you guys paid attention to the first (laughs) part so he's probably in dire straits and so this guy's like hey man I can throw you some cash yeah Uh, everyone wins if we're lucky we got on KOKH and then people are gonna be like oh no you lost your leg bro 
we need to, and then somebody comes in with like some fucking yeah, sweet ass. Yeah, the real ass. money's in the GoFundMe. That, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Ian, you can uh, follow up on the next thing here. So after a worldwide manhunt that involved local police, SWAT team raids, National Guard reinforcement, Air Force satellite surveillance, NSA advanced database hacking, Navy sonar detection, Green Beret infiltration, SEAL Team 6 dark ops you, mission, what is all this? ATF <laughs> investigations, FBI profiling, CIA covert intelligence, Interpol cooperation, and Mountie horse riding. So the Canadian Royal Mountie. Yeah, they got involved too. I guess after Interpol got involved, they probably had a Mountie. Got to bring in the Canadians, bro. Yeah, yeah. Best and brightest. Did you go through all that just to plug one of your favorite bands? No, no, no. This is the actual international police going. Oh, okay. How dare you? I couldn't tell you which one of those was a band. This is <laughs> that is the longest sentence I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. They, they do all kind of sound like some punk band. NSA Advanced Database. They're a yeah. fucking a shoegaze band. So maybe I'm just reading too much into this, but it was only after they tagged yes. in the. Canadian Royal Mounties. That was the last one in this little list here. You know, KB on the hooks yeah, was apprehended. Yeah, the Mounties got him. That's what it was. That's what it was. It took the Mount. Yeah. Dudley do right, motherfucker. <laughs> and what happened? Well, you never finished the story. Yet. Yeah, yeah. The last sentence is the best. So Kevion Hooks was apprehended and found with the victim's leg strapped to his head. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wish I had a picture of this, but that's what the story said. Apprehended and found with the victim's leg. <sighs> Strapped to his head. That's I, I, know, I think I know what's going on here. So you've heard all these people that don't take the COVID vaccine saying that they're going to start growing limbs out of their forehead, right? I think this guy was trying to scare his kids because his kids is like, wow. hey, my teacher and all the kids at school, they're smart. Say so to take the thing. So dad's doing the reverse psychology on the kids. Coming in with a fucking fake leg strapped to his head. This is what happened to me. I took the vaccine. So, you know. This got brought up once in the podcast. I think I brought it up on the podcast before, but it's kind of like a variation. It's kind of like the, the reverse of, you ever watch Arrested Development? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he would always scare the yes. children with the <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, he would scare them straight. <laughs> like, oh, he lost an arm or a foot. But then this guy actually gained a foot. Gained like, a that's foot. how you scare them <laughs> now. That's why you don't take yeah, the vaccine. That's how you get a free foot. That's right. I kind of think he just idolized Sid from Toy Story as a child and oh, um, that's right. wanted to make yeah. himself one of the toys. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, because I don't know if you guys heard, Kavian's had a very rough life. All right, Joe, you can do this last part. Thank God, it's not a novel. Uh, <laughs> police say they took the leg off Hook's head and gave it back to the victim, but it likely won't be the last time we hear of Kavian Hooks. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't think, because I mean, Kavian, he'll get over this, I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think you'll learn it's from a this. a blimp for him. Like, next time that you steal a leg, don't fucking strap it to your goddamn head. What is it with caveons and cavons? Just a bunch of <laughs> Yeah, they're all fucking pieces of shit. It seems like a rascal to me. I wonder what his next caper is going to be. <laughs> yeah, he's a real scallywag. Whoa, whoa, language. Language. There's a lady here, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this guy doing some pretty cool things. Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll have a part two, especially since you guys brought up all these conspiracy theories. There, there seems like there's so many other places where you could strap a leg to that would be less conspicuous than yeah. your head. I, I'm like sitting here trying to think of the orientation of the leg. I wish cops had a sense of humor and just took his headshot with the leg still <laughs> on his head. I want to see those mugshots. It's shots. just got like, there's like putting stilettos and shit on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's try all our shoes on that foot before we move on. guys we are going to move on now to our main segment of the podcast we build this show as an educational comedy podcast we often fall short of the latter but we always deliver on the former this week's deep dive was written by ian uh -oh. that's right that's why it's so coarse 
<laughs> I'll introduce it. History is set to be written by the winners, which basically translates to white men. So most women that show up in any top 10 list written by a man will be subservient, humble, and know her place in the kitchen. But we here at Indecorous Comedy believe women kick ass too and deserve an indecorous list of their own. So here is our list of badass indecorous bitches. Again, Ian's word. I didn't write <laughs> yeah. this. I would have said ladies. Ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throughout history that you probably never knew about. Rolls off the tongue, bro. Rolls off the tongue. Uh, if you say so. It's just the book-ended alliteration that you're going for. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm doing it to piss you off. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Overstegen was a badass chick who at only 14 was recruited by the local Dutch resistance commander to help fight off invading Nazis in the early 1940s. The gig originally was just to sabotage bridges and railway lines. But as she aged and became hot, her role evolved (laughs) almost strictly into seducing, abducting, and killing Nazis. Her and two other girls in the resistance would get dolled up and go flirt at local bars where German soldiers would congregate. Once they got hit on, why is that in quotes? Use your imagination, bro. They would lower their dates for the night into the woods where they would capture them uh, integrate them? Do you mean interrogate? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, what exactly. They would integrate them into the resistance. Yeah, let's assimilate you into Dutch society here, fellow <laughs> yeah. Nazi. They gave him clogs. <laughs> then shoot and kill them. Oh boy. She also helped shelter fleeing Jews, political dissidents, gay people, and others who were being hunted by the Nazis. That seems like a waste to integrate them and then shoot and kill them. Right? Yeah, I know. Why go <laughs> what a waste of time. Like, right? how long were they in the woods? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you try to assimilate them, but they're just like, yeah, they're not. It's not. It's not taking. You know. But why did they have to recruit a 14-year-old to do this shit? Yeah. They didn't have other people that were willing to set up bombs on bridges and railways. Presumably, most people just had a job, minding their own business, oh. living their best life. But some young girls that are naive, I mean, that's easy kind of to cherry pick them versus someone else to just be like, fuck you. I want to just have. Okay. So it's probably, probably why. Also, because maybe they thought, hey, these girls could be potentially used to do the old bait and switcheroo. You know, they're attractive teenagers, take the little Nazis in the woods and act like a little hanky panky, turns into a gun to the head. Yeah, I mean, well, thank God she got hot or none of this would have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's the lesson of this story, right? Yeah. Ugly women rarely make history, they say. Yes. <laughs> they played the same role, but they just came into the bar later in the night. <laughs> so these girls had a very fortunate glow up. And yeah. came yeah. out to be pretty hot. At just the right time. Thank God they got hot or they've been <laughs> sabotaging bridges till they were 73. <laughs> They'll just be like the old stripper in the club. Like no yeah. one would want to dance from her. <laughs> just trying yeah. to kill them. And I feel like after they get the blood off of them in the woods, they probably got dolled back up and went right back to the bar and then had a little fun. I love that they lured them into the woods. Like, guys will follow hot women anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's, true. If, that's I, true. If a guy invited a girl into the woods, I feel like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No matter how well things were going up until that point. That's how Joy and I met, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll lose next time. When it comes to vigilante justice, hell hath no fury like a scorned mother. Back in 1981, Marianne Beckmeyer was your average middle-class soccer mom until her seven-year-old daughter was kidnapped, raped, and murdered. The killer was caught and stood trial, but Marianne wasn't happy with the way the case was going. So on the third day of the trial, she seized Lady Justice by the balls (laughs) and right in the middle of the court in broad daylight shot her daughter's killer seven times in the back of the head, killing him 
instantly. She was immediately charged with first-degree murder, but given her circumstances, the jury and judge went light on her sentencing, and she only did three years in jail. Three years seems excessive for something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's only because you're firing into an occupied dwelling. I don't know how you... I mean, again, I'm getting stuck on the logistics of this, but how do you shoot somebody seven times in the head... She smuggled the gun to the court. It's as he's dropping to the ground. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. No, it's not about smuggling the gun. It's like you shoot somebody once in the head, they're falling. Like, how do you get seven shots? That's a pretty good Yeah, that's, pretty that's good some shot. fucking... Uh, Goldeneye over here. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. It's like John Wick over here. She was training with the Nazi hunters or something. I mean, he's probably sitting down already, so he probably just kind of like sloped down after the first one killed him and then just kept shooting for fun afterwards. And I guess everybody was just like, yeah, let her go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let, let, let her go. We got to give her something, though. Three years in jail, slap on the wrist. I still wouldn't even give her that. I mean, she probably just got a sore hand from all the high fives she had during her <laughs> stint in jail. I mean, that's probably all that happened. This um, kind of sounds like the inspiration for A Time to Kill. That's what I was thinking, right? Isn't that the same kind of a premise as Time yeah, to Kill? Yeah, except for without, minus the racial component. Samuel L. Jackson, right? Wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah. You see that, Joy? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. As this. Justice porn right yeah. there. Yeah. This is Ian writing this, so he might have just taken the script from A Time to Kill and put it on here. <laughs> we know this oh, one. I did not. Marianne yeah. was the name of that. The part I left yeah. out was after she shot and killed the guy, she threw the gun to the person next to her and then pointed at that guy. <laughs> he just Wait, is that real? <laughs> no, no. I just made that up. Oh, that would be really funny. <laughs> yeah. free, free shot, you know? <laughs> Somebody hands me a gun. I mean, you know. I would do that. I'd be like, you saw it, right? Here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Margaret Clapp is widely known as the original fag hag. In the early 1700s, she ran what was colloquially known as a molly or a sodomitical house for gay men. Wait, Wait what? Sodomitical? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we were not just going to move on from sodomitical. It sounds like you got some Irish twang on that. It's like tickling your butthole with my penis. But wait. No. Sodomitical. I've never... So- sodomitical, yeah. I just... Sodomitical. Sodomitical, yeah. Okay. You don't use that on a daily basis, Carlos? No. So- Even in your line of work, really? That, yeah, it's in my bio. That's how people describe my <laughs> yeah. comedy. Is uh, very sodomitical. <laughs> Okay, that really took a fucking... All right, so she... I'm sorry I interrupted. So she it, but ran was... a gay bathhouse, basically. So Are she... there any other kind? Uh, <laughs> okay. Depends on who you ask. Okay, but, uh, all right, all right. So she often took in stray gay men, gave them a shelter. <laughs> stray? Oh, did she rescue them? Yeah, she had a big net, and then she would catch them. <laughs> she gave them a shelter, even a non-judging glory hole if they needed it. She offered fake alibis and character references to all of her friends in the LGBT community to keep them safe and help them avoid persecution for being gay. Her gay bathhouse was unfortunately eventually discovered by the authorities, but she took one for the team and claimed she made all the men dress up like women and kiss each other. So most of them went free while she was fined and given 20 marks and later sentenced to two years in prison. So it was okay once she said that, all right, they're not really fucking each other. Well, they are, but I make them dress up as women. The way I figured she passed this off is like, they're like, how do you sell that argument? She's like, well, I did the whole or else thing. I said, go fuck each other or else. And they were like, I don't want to hear what this or else is. I better start fucking this dude. And the math checked out, apparently. I I bet the guys who sentenced her were clients yeah <laughs> like i feel like we're like we're gonna give you a light sentence just we'll be back you'll be back everything will be fine that's actually a great point because a lot of times people that do this or run shit like this that's how they get away with it i mean this mm-hmm. isn't bad like this is fine like I, I don't give a fuck if you're gay fucking other gays 
But a lot of times, if it's controversial to be gay, there'll probably be politicians and government officials that are yeah. involved in oh, this Oh, yeah, show. exactly. Yeah, it's never going to get shut down. And so, I loved how they believed her instantly. It was like, I made them do it. Like, one woman can make 20-plus guys just kiss each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to do this, and you're going to like it, as if they wouldn't just kill her. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> she was hot, so they did what she said. Yeah. So it was that or death in the woods. Women so. are very intimidating. Also, what are these 20 marks? Is this like a... That's I think the 20 <laughs> marks is kind of like lashes where they just, they smack her with like a... a Wait, what year was this? Did we uh, yeah, say? Yeah, 17 Oh, 17, okay. That makes a lot more sense. 20 <laughs> stray guys named Mark. They gave her 20 more gay guys named yeah. Mark. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you're doing pretty good here. We're investing yeah. in this like, shit. Please giving... take my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> He's <Yeah>. cat <laughs> as fuck. All right, Joe, you can do this one. One of the most dignified scholarly court- courtesans. courtesans of her day was Denisa Newborough. As a teenager, she was a wire walker in the circus by day and a stripper by night. She eventually married a rich baron twice her age, which gave her the motivation to go get herself some strange from time to time. Again, Ian wrote this. <laughs> some of her strange, now in quotes, for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's a different, totally different thing. Her strange was quite famous, though, as she was linked to Mussolini, Hitler, the king of Spain, and a sheik who gave her 500 sheep in exchange for her one vagina. She bragged about being a mistress to five men at a time and called them her investors. I love that she just has like a thing for tyrants. That's her. Yeah, that's her thing, I guess. This actually reminds me, it is kind of like a, a little bit of a tangent, but there was a porn star from Italy in the 80s called Chicholina. And she volunteered to fuck Saddam Hussein if he would leave Kuwait. Oh, wow. Like, will you just stop if I... (laughs) Yes. Taking one for the team. Trying to go viral back in the day was very different than it is. Yeah, it was very... That's why I'm like, when I hear about it, especially that first story where it was like, oh, they convinced a 14-year-old to sabotage trains and shit. Like, this is before Instagram. Like, now you could do this. Like, ah, you can take fucking pictures (laughs) while you're setting up the bomb and you'll go viral. It'll be an influencer. Yeah, get caught instantly. Yeah, but these days, yeah. So she... I like that she started as a wire walker in the circus by day, and that's how the that, that was her main money maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a stripper by night. The, the passion. That's how she complemented her other interests is just by being a wire walker. She just did the tyrant fucking for some walking around money. <laughs> I'm confused by the 500 sheep for her one vagina. Well, for a couple reasons. Like I'm glad we <laughs> did clarify that it's just one. But also, like, in what way is she giving it to them? Is it surgically being removed and it's like, it's yours <laughs> oh, now? Yeah, right, right, or right. Or is it a one-time thing? Is she always theirs? It's details. Was there a negotiation that led up to the number 500? Yeah, yeah. maybe he Some back and forth. That's a very round number. <laughs> there was a piece of paper on the table. They slid it over. It was like <laughs> yeah. 300 sheep. And she was like, get the fuck out of my boardroom. <laughs> she adds a zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'm glad you did put there one vagina because if she had two, it would explain everything. Yeah. Right, she has two yeah, vaginas. Oh, I get all of this. Yeah, of course. She's got a spare vagina. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. That's right. She's got vaginas to spare. But I feel about this 500 sheep thing the same way I feel about going on the, the prices right. Like, if I go to the prices right and I win a jet ski, I'm just going to be like, where the fuck am I going to put this jet ski? I don't yeah. have, <laughs> yeah. I don't live next yeah. to the beach or whatever the fuck. So if it was like, hey, man, love your dick, dude. How about 500 sheep for your dick? I'd be like, where the fuck am I going to put 500 yeah. sheep? Yeah. yeah, I have a small farm in Queens. I, yeah, now I have to get a farm. 
Yeah, it's just more work on your end. Exactly. Joey, would you take the steel 500 sheep? I would not. I just... Yes. <laughs> yeah, Joy won't settle for less than 800 <laughs> Maybe if I live somewhere colder, I would, but I don't yeah, have need true. for that much wool, to be honest. I <laughs> See, I wasn't even thinking about the whole, yeah, you can sell that fucking, uh, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. So as much as this story yeah. paints her as just a jovial, fun-loving lady that's generous mm-hmm. with her vagina, I think you have to read between the lines here. Mussolini and Hitler historically don't have a lot of things that tie them together, but this lady... <laughs> you know, had had a hand in helping out both gentlemen. So perhaps she is the evildoer in history that maybe got into their ears, whispered them a little something, something sinister, and the events of history have unfolded accordingly. Basically what Ian's trying to say is that Mussolini and Hitler are women's fault. Yeah, I was about to say, are you blaming this <laughs> Denisa for... If it wasn't for this evil woman, Mussolini and Hitler, they were just chill dudes. They could have been. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, I'm just speculating, spitballing here. That's how they met. They're <laughs> double teaming this chick. They're like, hey. They were doing the whole, uh, what is it? Eiffel Tower. They were doing the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, whoa, Eiffel Tower. Let's invade France. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> One thing leads to another. Yep. All right, Bobby, you can do this next. Hey, good luck, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby, oh, here we go. Christ, Ian. And this is old Bobby, by the way. This is old Bobby saying this. Yeah, I, I guest wrote this paragraph. Ian actually didn't write this part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby's just fucking. This is Bobby. Tell us that story that you know off the top of your head. Yeah, he's yeah. out of control. I don't even need to look at the screen, man. This is Bobby Unleashed. In your own words, yeah. Bobby. Pussy so good <laughs> that you get handed control of an entire country. For okay, f- now read the thing, Bobby. <laughs> uh, that you get handed control of an entire country for 47 years is a claim that few women will ever get to make. But one proud concubine can make this claim. In China, back in the mid-1800s, Jawagger Zishi... Say it slower. <laughs> yeah, that's... That was her Shushimi. Yeah. Uh, Chicholina. <laughs> She was selected as a concubine to the Zhenfeng Emperor in her adolescence. After the Emperor's legit wife and other higher concubines failed to birth a boy, the task fell to the lower-level concubines. And luckily for her, she gave birth to a boy, uh, Zeshen, in 1856, who himself became Emperor of China as a boy when his father died. This effectively gave Zixi uh, control since her son was basically in diapers at the time. Rather than following traditional succession rules or letting her son wield a tiny scepter whilst still rocking a pacifier, she ousted the group of regents appointed by the late emperor and broke the traditional rules of succession in the Qing dynasty, assumed regency herself. She then proceeded to rule China herself for 47 years, making her the greatest side hoe of all time. To give you an idea of just what a magical caper this woman pulled off, so in Historically, China, they had mm-hmm. this pyramid of what they called consorts. And you typically, if you're, if you're the emperor, you get like one main lady to bed down and make your empress, right? But right. then she might have like a gimpy vagina. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm familiar. So then you've, you've got your imperial honorable consort. That's your second lady. And then if this lady, for some reason, she's got a gimpy vagina, then you've got your honorable <laughs> consort. <laughs> gimpy <laughs> vagina. <laughs> It's a lazy vagina. Why do you got to get all clinical with us? <laughs> so then it goes uh, honorable consort, two of those, consort. You got like five of those. Then you got consort and ordinary. These are just like basic bitches. You're getting to the basic level here. It's like 10 of those. Then you got honorable lady, still pretty good, better than uh, the next one down, which is lady in waiting. And then you got your 
responder any, which just means any lady that just can come and bang on, on a whim. So this lady that overtook China and became the fucking empress, she was just a random concubine somewhere near the bottom of this pyramid. And they called her number, and she boned and miraculously had a boy. And I have to say, you're doing an amazing job honoring badass bitches. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's really well done. <laughs> yep. It's a very feminist podcast we're doing here tonight. And, and I'm having deja vu, too, because I swear to God, Ian broke out this fucking chart on season one for <laughs> yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah, it didn't work on season one, but he's still trying to push that yeah, fucking graphic. Yeah, I, love, I love calling back on the consort pyramid. Yeah, what a callback. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, am I right? Half the people that listen to that episode are dead now. <laughs> Can we get a story, Ian, that doesn't involve... All the woman's looks. <laughs> um, what about the woman that took over China with her mind, all right? <laughs> so this lady was basically the Kavion hooks of China, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> How about a callback that's only like 30 minutes <laughs> instead of two years away? Hey, stop trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> yeah, I'm stealing by Tulsa's a lot more like China than we thought. <laughs> there you go. All right, Ian, you can do this next one. Few women can make the claim that they're a vagina united in an entire country. Oh, Joy's right here, though. <laughs> uh, maybe I've spoken too soon. Yeah, yeah too soon. <laughs> but Virginia... Uh, oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, he wrote this, too, <laughs> by yeah. the way. Uh, oh, Doiny. Uh, oh, yeah, you just do it really fast and no one can criticize you. Oh, <laughs> oh Doiny can make exactly this claim. <laughs> That's exactly what I said, but... You did it faster. So. Gimpier, as it were. Yeah. You said it with a speech impediment. Much better. Yeah. We gave up on jokes on this podcast. It's just mispronunciations. That's all we got on this podcast. I'm going Virginia Oldorney okay. can make exactly this claim. Back in Tuscany in the mid-1800s, her parents married her off to a man 17 years older than her. But her evil genius cousin thought she was smoking hot but her name was Virginia, not West Virginia. So. Oh, shit. Oh, got Bad him. Ass. Got him. Got him. Zing. Zing. <laughs> that's in the script, too, by the way. It says zing. He just read that. Don't be fooled, everyone. That's written. That's a <laughs> totally different dynasty. So instead of banging her, see, West Virginia, haha. Anyway, he concocted a diabolical plan. He figured if he could get her to cheat on her hubbers and whoa, bang. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute. Uh-uh. Hubbers. You don't you don't like the the pet names? Not 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 a, not a fan. Ian's getting nervous playing with his wedding ring. Right he's like, <laughs> he's like, do other guys not? Do they not get called Hubbers? Is that not a thing? <laughs> yeah. To find this out live on air. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So he figured if he could get her to cheat on her uh, hubbies and bang Napoleon, the King of France, they could use the political clout to unite all of Italy, which at the time was just a bunch of little countries. Little-ass, bitch-ass countries. <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini-ass bitch. <laughs> Sing. So she, ended up, <laughs> so she ended up banging Napoleon and being his main side hoe for around a year. As per the plan with her cousin, she eventually convinced Napoleon to send in French troops to force Italy to unite as a single country. After her fling with Napoleon ended, she still had one more flex. She received an indecent proposal from the famously stingy Lord Hertford to pay her one million francs for one night. It goes without saying, but this probably included anal, 69, and pegging. I mean, one million francs, that's... that's uh, it's not 500 sheep, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know the conversion rate between francs and... And sheep? Yen. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> that's probably one trillion sheep, I guess. 
So I'll admit right now it was too much for me to follow. Yeah. So basically she banged Napoleon okay. to unite all of Italy. Because back in the day, oh. it wasn't one country. You had like Tuscany. You had like all these other little... Right, right, right. And this dude that was just her not giving her sex cousin, even though he thought she was hot, he wouldn't bang her. He was like, you know what? We could just get her to bang Napoleon. He could bring his French army and invade and then take care of all these little outside shitty countries and make them join back to Italy and make it whole again. So this one dude had this crazy idea and she was just like, you know what? I don't mind cheating on my husband of 17 years, my elder. I'll go bang this little short French fucker. I mean, let's do it. It seems like the moral of this podcast is if you marry a woman much younger than you, she is going to cheat. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair in all kinds of ways. It's like, hey man, you can't expect to marry a younger woman than you and not expect her to want to fuck somebody that can actually fuck. I think that's fair. At least you'll have a signifier. You can marry any guy and he will maybe probably cheat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, good like, point. See how many side hoes that emperor had? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah let me get my chart out. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't make him pull that up again. <laughs> yeah. I do also want to commend Ian because about halfway through that script, he started spelling Napoleon right. Oh. <laughs> and I really appreciated that. Damn, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten so used to his and spellings that we don't even catch him anymore, but that's why we love having guests. Thank you. <laughs> Out of all the conversations I've had with my cousins over the years, I couldn't imagine having this one. None of them went to the incest. Yeah. Or hey, have you thought about king? fucking Napoleon? Yeah, yeah, he was like, hey, but you, you, let's unite Italy, bro. <laughs> all right, Joe, you can do this next one. Okay, I gotta make sure there's no hard words. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, the most prolific serial killer of all time was a chick. Mm. Between 1590 and 1610, Countess Elizabeth Bathory is believed to have killed around 600 people. The murders were verified by nearly 300 witnesses and victims that survived. She was said to have bathed in the blood of young virgins to retain her youth, and she has been linked as a key inspiration to Bram Stoker. All right. Is that just Twilight? Are y'all? <laughs> well, Ian wrote it, so probably is, man. That's his main inspiration for everything that he writes. If you are talking about somebody that killed 600 people, you have to name at least one of the execution methods. I mean... Yeah, that's right. How did, how did she... In 20 years is not a lot of time. That's... Yeah. That's right. 20 years, she killed 600 people. That is 30 people a year. And not getting caught? You're averaging two and a half people a month. I'm glad somebody's sober because I couldn't. I was trying to do the math myself. Yeah, I know. I was going to let someone else take that. <laughs> <laughs> so looked into this a little further. She was like some like semi-royal like baroness lady, kind of royalty, but not quite royalty person. Lived in a big castle. So all these like little peasant girls would go playing near her castle. So she would like lure them in kind of like the, like lure in Hansel and Gretel kind of gingerbread house situation. Oh, okay. Just lure them in and then she had all these traps and shit in her dungeon, booby trapped and just like, hey, come play over here and then mm. boom. She probably was one of those tricky people that you know there's a painting on the wall but there's eyes and yeah. she looked through Oh the yeah. Eyes, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, that sounds right. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm glad you looked into it further instead of just doing the podcast. Well, yeah, well yeah. I mean, he didn't come with the first thing so you have to keep looking into it till he finally eventually ejaculated from this story. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, it was pretty hot. I can't wait for the corrections on this story. Oh, yeah, this will be, yeah. So she wasn't, like, just straight-up evil, like, villainous. She was kind of, like... She's a, a kind-hearted serial killer. I mean, she, she literally thought that, like, all these young chicks were, like, the fountain of youth. If she just took enough of these virgins and mixed a cocktail of, like, urine and blood and then bathed in that shit... She was good. She was straight up going to be immortal. That checks out. So if that actually worked, then you would have been like, yeah, sure. Then 
What else was she supposed to do? Like it wasn't all for naught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Collateral damage. I mean. I mean, they didn't have a lot of good science back in the 1500s, so I can't like quite blame her. Benny. Yeah, Ian's like, hey, listen, guys, this was before Botox, okay? So what else are you going to do? Yeah, what do you want from these women? Yeah, she wants to be hot someday. She doesn't want to yeah. sabotage bridges for the rest of her life. I mean, the scientific method dictates that if I bathe in the blood of a virgin and I don't die, then magic, that must have been it, you know? She's putting the blood on her like, one day my ancestors will lure Nazis into the woods. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they will right. be hot enough to do so. That's what set the president to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> Nazinga of Ndongo. Bam, motherfucker. Nazinga of Ndongo. My favorite rapper of all. Was born in what is now, Ang I think it's Angola, actually, but according to you, Angoloa, in 1583. She was born into a royal family, but due to not having a dick, <laughs> her brother, not her, became the ruler. Around this time, Portugal was invading and capturing citizens to enslave and take back to South America. Her brother was a giant pussy and wasn't putting up much of a fight, so she had him killed and took over herself. She then started a war against Portugal and fought off the slave traders for the next 40 years. She didn't bother marrying and making a commoner a king. Damn. Yeah, yeah. fuck those peasants. Instead. Damn. You guys want to hear what she did instead? I do. She some shit right here. Go on. I'm dying. She had a harem of dudes to fuck. Woo! Bam. Many of which were captured prisoners of war. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly the cream of the crop there. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Imagine being a POW and yeah, you yeah, gotta yes. go fuck this lady. So could you find a bigger loser? Like yeah. he got captured. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I, uh, I like to fuck uh, POWs that weren't captured. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like my harem full of dudes that weren't captured yeah. as prisoners of war. She's a dom. <laughs> that's what yeah, she yeah, did. That's what it is. I oh, think yeah. that's what we're getting down to here. Now. <laughs> she made them all dress like women and fight to the death two at a time. All right, that's pretty dope. I, I, I can dig that. With the prize being the winner would get to bang her the next day. But the day after she banged them, she would have that dude killed too. Because she didn't want rumors going around that she had a shallow, stinky, or unshaved vag. I don't ever believe this is editorializing here. Or you know those <laughs> shallow vagina rumors? Yeah. Can we back to, go back to the year on this? Did they even have razors? What was the point? Yeah, that's true. No, this was all fucking... Uh, uh, 1583. Swords. That's what they used back in the day to shave vaginas. It was just fucking swords. It's like the word shallow in there is just kind of messing with my head. I don't get it. What does that even mean? <laughs> what is it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is a shallow vagina? I don't know. There's like a new trend going around about girls bragging about how deep their vagina is. Like What? Like really? Cool or I think if a girl has a shallow vagina, she's wearing a diva cup and you just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're hitting her nuva ring. Mm -hmm. The comma too, or just unshaved comma badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or unshaved comma bad you know it really is our listeners are missing half the comedy by not being able to see the. i know i feel so bad we should have filmed live i should have worn the outfit i told you i know I mean, there may be some speculation on my part there but they, she really did kill the dude that survived the battle and fucked her the next day she like that was part of the gig you win you don't die immediately but you still gotta fuck me and then you die so it stands to reason she didn't want them gossiping about her veg she was a big fan of cleopatra is that what Cleopatra did? I don't know. I mean, probably. 
I'm, I'm starting that rumor now. I mean, all right. Are we doing references that are 3,000 years old callbacks now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to slander, you know. All right. Correction for next episode right there. Assist. Correction. It was not stinky or shallow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have somebody that actually fucked her, and he <laughs> quite enjoyed the smell <laughs> and the depth. So, say, hey, Joy, what's your, what's, what's your favorite indecorous lady? Oh, now you're saying lady? Oh gosh, um, not the bathhouse one, and not—I'm sorry, not Kevon either. I. Uh, it was. Um, which one? What was the last one it's you? It's a read, very Bobby? forgettable podcast. You're doing. You're <laughs> no, doing great. No, I mean, this is a lot of information. I haven't been in yeah. history class in a goddamn while. So. Yeah, Ian, pull up the triangle thing again, so Joy can uh, <laughs> maybe, see. Maybe that. the maybe the Hitler one. Yeah, let's uh, Nazi Slayer. Yeah, the Nazi Slayer. Or, yeah, so either the girl, Marianne, who drugged those guys to the woods, or the girl who fucked Mussolini, Hitler, and a sheik. I mean, Joey's always about people that pleasure Hitler. I don't know why she always <laughs> gravitates to those. I'm not the one who said Jew catching instead of geo catching at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> That's so. right. Jew catching. Yeah. I'm not That's turning right. the tables <laughs> here. He's Ian, been a real uh, inglorious bastards king. <laughs> Bobby, what was your favorite? We're going around the table with favorites. I, I hate that that lady that killed her daughter's murderer uh, oh, yeah. and rapist yeah. even had to serve three years. I I don't know. You hear about like situations like that. I mean, you just want to be on that jury and be like, not guilty. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or just be the yeah, just be the one that's like, it's a hung jury because yeah. this motherfucker will not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that I, was I a feel, feel good story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in all of us. How about you, Ian? Uh, I'm going concubine, dude. I think that oh, chick actually... Every time. Every, every fucking time. Every time. I could have told you time. that. I mean, I think she, she probably was a time traveler and came to the future and watched the side hose of Charlotte. You guys ever seen that? Or they call it side chicks, but... um, Not on your watch. <laughs> <laughs> they call it side chicks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, side bitches. It's a reality show where these women misbehave badly, act a fool, and go around uptown Charlotte. <laughs> and it's... Uh, Right here. There is, is something that will never not be entertaining to hear you say, act a fool. <laughs> you sound like uh, any movie, they were like, and then hilarity ensues, and then <laughs> people misbehave badly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about you, Carlos? Oh, I got to say a thing, too. Yeah, dude, you got to say a thing, too. I, we took all the good ones. No, I, no, no, I like Nzinga Vendongo. Yeah. I love her name. I, I also love that I was able to pronounce it fluently without any issues. Absolutely. And yeah, I like that she got dudes to dress up uh, as women and like, yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Fight to the death. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a good one. That was a very good one. I mean, I'll be honest, dude. I mean, I don't want to be a dick here, but I would watch more MMA if those dudes dressed up in dresses and shit and started oh, yeah. fucking fighting each other. I would fucking I be all, all about would. that. And then they had to fuck in Zingao of Indongo after that. Fuck yeah. It is a pretty good, like, psychological element to add to things. Because, I mean, you could have some, like, wannabe gladiator dude that now he's all fucked up because he's, you know, wearing lipstick and shit trying to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. You play with their fucking insecurities yep. and shit. Yeah. And then the guy that always wins is the guy's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I wear a dress and shit. Put lipstick on me, you <laughs> motherfucker. I'll do a goddamn tutorial on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> Alright guys, it's time to get to our last segment of the night. We like to close the show with questions sent from our hundreds of listeners around the world. 107 to be exact. 107, yes, that's right. We accept all questions, but we rarely have an answer for any of them. Question one is always, where do I send questions? And 
That's indecorouscomedy at gmail.com or hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram at indecorouscomedy, Twitter at indecorouspod, Patreon at themshits.com. Yeah. Or patreon.com slash indecorouscomedy. And how do you spell indecorous, Bobby? That is I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. Nailed it once mm-hmm. again. And now this first question comes from Riley. And Riley asks, what is your ideal breakfast sandwich? I'd rarely have a sandwich for breakfast. If I do, I have a BLT. I like a bacon, for lettuce. Breakfast? For, yeah, really? Get the fuck out of here. Are you yeah. serious? Oh, okay. God damn it. I can never. You're such a great actor. I can never tell <laughs> your sarcasm. Intensity. I, yeah, BLT is as good as it gets for me as far as a breakfast sandwich. They have those other ones, though, that it's like, it's egg, sausage, and something else. Like a sausage, cheese. egg, and cheese. Sausage, egg, and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Did you really like space on cheese? I, well, I didn't because I never get that shit because like at least with BLTs, you got bacon. Okay. But lettuce, tomato. I got some yeah. veggies in there. But Absolutely. the thing that you, what was it, Joy, again? Either a bacon, egg, and cheese or sausage, egg, and cheese. Yeah. Either one. I'm like, okay, so fucking fat on fat on fat and cholesterol. Yeah. A lot of grease. Yeah. On a croissant. Like that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like, all right, you motherfucker, you just want to clog your arteries. Like, at least I'm putting a little lettuce and a little tomato into my shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I do love a BLT. They're great. They, they are I, good. Don't get me wrong. I, it was more the timing. It's than just, anything, I just wouldn't yeah. call that a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. You can have that sandwich for breakfast, but I wouldn't call it a breakfast sandwich. What would you call a breakfast sandwich? Those two other ones are definitely breakfast sandwiches. I mean, I don't know a whole lot of... I would have those, but I love a Cajun filet biscuit from Bojangles. Ah, Big fan. So what Cajun filet biscuit? What's what's in that? It's a, Well, it's just a chicken biscuit, but it's got a little spice to it because it's got the Cajun seasoning. And that's... Oh. So it's like two... What is it in a bun or a biscuit? It's a biscuit. It's in a biscuit. It's a biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's a... That's where the biscuit part yeah, comes Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured eventually. <laughs> so the biscuit, and then is there anything else on it? Is that it? No, I mean, unless you put something else on it. No, but the the move is to get some of the honey mustard and put that well, shit on Well, okay. So, mm, see, now this is where it gets that. controversial. I put mayonnaise on what? it, but... What? <laughs> see, there's the thing. is like when my BLTs is like, as much as I'm criticizing the other thing, the sausage, egg, and cheese, I put a lot of mayo on my BLTs. So, you I probably... To. Yeah. yeah. Them, them's, them's the rules. All the other shit that I'm criticizing, I'm probably just making up for in the amounts of It's a different mayo. kind of fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. how about you, Bobby? I don't know. Maybe some sort of like salty sweet combination as sweet so like that sandwich but you put a snickers bar on it exactly uh, yeah now i was thinking of a uh like a mick griddle situation oh which, okay you know, with the like waffle the, the pancake uh, with syrup or something yeah okay. yeah yeah waffle that that's yeah, okay how about good. you ian i guess i have to be that guy and go there but um okay. oh here oh, we go God, come on now oh. don't set the world on fire <laughs> a vegan coconut smoothie all right i don't know if you ever got a concubine sandwich <laughs> I was one of you guys would make me feel more comfortable saying this but you went the opposite way obviously but uh i'm going avocado toast with a little bit of tofu and like a drizzle of balsamic vinaigrette good lord I mean, avocado toast is like the ultimate breakfast. It is really good, but you don't say that on a podcast. You're the gayest misogynist I've ever been yeah. in my entire life, Ian. Fair enough. Yep. Ian's the baddest bitch I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why were you not on this list, Ian? <laughs> and move on to our second question. Second question comes from Cam. Cam asks, what was the worst date you've ever been on? And did you go out again? I've, I've got this one, dude. All right. Such a true story, even though it sounds completely fucking made up. Mm-hmm. Met this girl on MySpace. This is like 2005-ish. Good Lord. Okay. I was 12. <laughs> was it you? 
You'd be right at that Goldilocks <laughs> age for Ian. She's 14. She kept talking about going to the woods. <laughs> so anyway, we uh, end up going. She said, let's meet at a bowling alley, right? Mm-hmm. So then we start hanging out, and she discloses to me very early in the date that she is blind in one eye and, in fact, has a glass eye. Okay. And I was just like, okay, so now we're playing depth perception games, right? That's awesome. So fucking, um, we're playing bowling, and I don't know what the etiquette is here. You're supposed to let the girl win. You're supposed to keep it competitive or whatever. Nah, nah you don't give them an inch. Nah, dude, you gotta fucking destroy her. Yeah, I mean, dude. So, so, but my, my my thinking at the time, right or wrong, was you gotta let the girl win. But I gotta tell you, I had to purposely bowl like fucking eight gutter balls to let this girl fucking win. She's got depth perception problems. Mm. And she after- she didn't want a second date because she's not going to go out with some loser. <laughs> yeah, you just look impaired physically. <laughs> yeah, now she thinks you're retarded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is an episode of Love on the Spectrum if I've ever seen it. <laughs> so maybe I was supposed to kick her ass because that's what she expected, but then after she beat me at bowling because I let her, she's like, you want to go play pool? And I'm like, ah, another depth perception game. Holy shit. Now I have to fucking suck at pool too. So it was just incredibly awkward the whole date. And I mean, maybe I guess- that's her hustle. She's like fucking gets on dates. That's the only way she can win shit because of fucking. I got to be honest, Ian, when you first said depth reception games, I thought it would be you holding something and be like, how far do you think this is? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were literally like testing her, not like just something that would be bad for her depth reception. I was like, what a dick man. <laughs> I'm always bringing those Rorschach images to first dates, you know? <laughs> how far do you think my dick is from your mouth right now? <laughs> oh my God. I actually did run into that once. I was... What do you mean? <laughs> not that, not the dick into the mouth thing. Probably a bad transition but i used to it was a perfect transition when i was in community college there was like a playroom where you could play ping pong and i would play there with my friends sometimes and then one time this guy in a wheelchair showed up and he wanted to play ping pong and i was just like i don't i can't go ham on this guy you know like Mm -hmm. because anytime i would hit a ball at a place where he couldn't reach because he's this fucking, yeah. he couldn't reach with this thing. I felt awful. I would be yeah. like, it probably didn't help that every time he missed one, he's like, I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's right. He kept fucking yelling at me about being in a wheelchair. How about you, Joy? What was your worst date? There's one that comes to mind, but it's like a deeper story. Like it, it was a uh, this do you need guy. Tissues? Do what? Do you need tissues before I tell no, this story? Oh, no, okay. I don't. I don't need tissues. I was just laughing really hard. Oh, okay. Probably my own jokes. He only offered four hundred ninety nine sheep. <laughs> this was like two years ago. I went to like a Tyler Childers concert with a guy, and we went to a bar after. And he was a lawyer, and he went to Vanderbilt, so he was just like very sure of himself, very arrogant, and I don't do well with those types anyway. And we got into this big fight ultimately about Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yes, you do. It was a full on argument (laughs) where essentially he was saying that anyone who's in the entertainment business deserves all of the paparazzi, all of the press. And I was like, you know, it causes a lot of mental illness and all this stuff. Like there's people outside of his house. He wants to kill himself because he dated a girl and it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, that's what he signed up for. I was like, not everyone who went to like Juilliard is asking for people to be outside their door. Not that he did, but like, or a good singer. And uh, so we got into this huge argument and he just looked at me and goes, I don't have to take you home. Do I? And he got up and he walked out of the bar. (laughs) Holy shit. It was very, it was very intense. No second date. I presume. Yeah. 
Good for you for standing your ground, though. I really did. It don't fuck with Pete Davidson <laughs> on my watch. So that's the hill you're gonna die on, also. Apparently, good for it you. Is. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I had a, I had, a, I haven't, I haven't dated in a long time, but I did remember I went on a date once with somebody that she wasn't much of a talker, and which is fine because more I'm of not, a mute, really. Yeah, well, she could talk, but she didn't like, and I, but I'm also a pretty quiet person. But I mean, if we're meeting for the first time, we gotta, we can't just yeah. stare at each other. <laughs> But my problem is, and I've said this on the podcast before, is like, I really like getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. like what somebody is like, not just random, like, what TV show do you watch? Or that's yeah, what it doesn't tell you anything about them. So I start asking her questions about her past and like what led her to make the decision. Long story short, she ends up crying by the time we're done talking. Jesus. And then, which I wasn't my intention. I was just trying to get to know her, but I guess her past was, she didn't feel too happy about it. I, I was going to say it was later. No, it was that same night before the night was over. She was like, what's up with this uh, interrogation? And I'm like, I'm just trying to start a, co- I'm trying oh to come, come, like, you're not saying anything. I'm trying to get to know you. And now it's an interrogation. I'm working on my new sitcom, Accidental Therapist. Yeah, that's right. That just reminded me of a worst date I've had. Actually. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. This guy, he told me like we are at dinner and then he told me that he had just lost his job and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And then he gets a call, goes and takes it. And But before then, he had told me his dad was going to have surgery. He takes the call and goes into the bathroom and he comes back and he had clearly been crying. Oh, no. And then like starts crying in front of me. Oh, As he hands you the bill. And this was like our second date. I had no idea what to do uh, with that information. He was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know what I'm going to. Like, that's too much to put. On. It was awful. But I wish him the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're listening. You're a fucking Saint Joy. (laughs) Maybe that was his way of like just throwing on as many turnoffs to women as possible into his breakup game is weak is what we're saying. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That was but that's what he's doing on a second date. This guy's not gonna do it. I don't know. I mean trying to get out of a third. Is that is that how you do it, Bobby? Do you just assume every guy's trying to get out of a date with me? Is that what it yeah. is? What are you trying to say, Bobby? It's Bobby's move. He cries when he wants to get out of a date with a girl. That's his classic move. Good Lord. He's like, wait, that's weird? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't do that? Yeah. Bobby, you got a story for this? I have Yeah, I have one. I went out a couple times with this chick, and we went to this place, and uh, it was really crowded, and I managed to find a couple of seats. So we, we go and sit down. And I realized why this seat that I was sitting in was not previously occupied. And it was because it had ounces and ounces of mustard oh, on it. Gross. And you had mustard butt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had, and I was, so I was like really pissed about the situation. And she just kept finding it funnier and funnier. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would have. Which was the yeah. right move in I was hindsight. Like, You're in the wrong here. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. absolutely. You're the monster here. Yeah. <laughs> but. Where is she? Does she want to come on the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> For whatever reason, like me, angry is the funniest thing in the world to women. Because I mean, I, I, I'm not threatening, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> I love that you could admit the worst date was like your fault. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, yeah. like it wasn't someone else. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, that is good. Yes, I agree. All right, this last question comes from Zach, and he asks, where is my damn signed and decorous ad? Uh, so this is more uh, geared towards I, Ian. I'll, I'll take the Because we are supposed to, uh, Joy, you don't know this, but when our Patreon supporters are supposed to get an ad that we sign. Ooh. And Ian is in charge of sending these out. And uh, a couple of people haven't gotten them. 
Yikes. All right, so first of all, Zach, we love you, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Zach, what's Zach's last name? So, uh, attack. So, Zach, so basically, attack. Here's, a, here's a backstory. We were in the middle of moving. We packed up a bunch of shit, and we lost the signed swag, which is totally my bad. So Jeez. we have to... Oh, the old classic, we lost it while moving. Everyone's hands here are broken except for mine. I'm so sorry, Zach. I will sign whatever you want. <laughs> so we're going to have to re-sign and re-sim, but we certainly will. And oh, my God. Fucking, we'll, we'll give you a second one, Zach. We totally owe you a solid there. And um, you're our number one fan. And for anyone else, uh, please consider joining our Patreon, and we will disappoint you as much also. No, no, no. Ian will disappoint you. Don't, <laughs> don't fucking, I signed that shit. Bobby signed that shit. I remember when we signed that shit. Now we gave it to you. And then you lost it, Ian. God damn it. <laughs> Hovers will only disappoint you. Yeah, that's right. All right, that's the podcast, everybody. Oh, wait, what about our final segment, Shitting on Pete Davidson? We got to skip on that one, guys. I will burn this place to the ground. <laughs> what about our last segment? Bobby goes to the bathroom and comes back crying. <laughs> that is the best segment. Let's do that one. Just to get me out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is the podcast, guy. Joey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you all. This is so much fun. I appreciate <laughs> Do it. Do you have anything you'd like to plug, like your social media or anything? Yeah, I mean, y'all can follow me on social media. I think my Instagram is joywills6. My Twitter's just joywills. Follow me. And uh, that's where I post all my shows. So come out. Please support. Absolutely. Why are you six? Were there five before you? Or Joy Wills was taken. And I'm the, the sixth kid. So I just use that number. Ah, ah, okay. I've, I've reported that account several times because it's just, <laughs> it's like someone who hasn't posted since 2013. There's two softball pictures. And I was like, listen here, Dyke. I need this Instagram. Oh, man. Dude, I'm, I'm straight up with you. I got Carlos underscore Valencia. <laughs> But Carlos Valencia is this guy that got it in like 2009 and he posted, I'm at the lab. And that's the only tweet. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody check on this lab. Yeah. Because <laughs> he never tweeted after that. So you're reporting him for running a meth in the lab. Presumably. And I can't get it Carlos. It's around the Valencia time all those anthrax letters were being yeah, sent out. Yeah, so. that's probably right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you supporting us. As we said earlier, if you want to support us online with some cash, and then hopefully Ian will send you some shit. I mean, we're trying to get on him. You can hit us up at damshits.com or patreon.com slash comedy. Or if you just dig the podcast, you don't have any cash, that's cool. Just tell your friends to listen to the podcast. That would be great. They can send us money. They can send us money, yeah. Tell your rich friends to listen to the podcast. <laughs> tell your wealthy friends to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Create a pyramid scam out of that's it. That's right. I'm sure there's a way. Absolutely. Tell them if you invest in decorous comedy, then I get to know. Oh, that shit. Yeah, be an indecorous comedy recruiter. Thank you. Okay, Kevin. Dudley do right, motherfucker.